will worship you. We will honor you. We will adore you. Each and every day, Lord. To you alone, God, be all glory. Amen. Magandang morning sa inyong lahat. Tapagin mo, saglit yung katabi mo at sabihin mo, isang magandang morning sa'yo. Well, I'm happy to be here today to share to you God's Word. I'm Pastor Mike Bison, one of the many, many ministers at One Big Christian Ministries. I'd like to say thank you for joining us today, not only to worship God with songs, but also to listen and expectantly receive something from God's Word that we can apply in our life. So I hope you have your notebooks ready, check. Your pens ready, check. Your Bibles ready, check. And I hope you already have yourself ready to listen to the Word of God. So today, I'd like again to thank all of you who made uh, this video possible. You know who you are. Maraming maraming salamat sa oras at sa talento ninyo. So again, whether you listen and watch to live stream, podcast, and videocast, I want you to remind you today that the important thing today is that you worship God and intentionally make time for Him today. Tanayin mo yung katabi mo ngayon. Are you ready for God's Word? So today's message is something not new. Today's message is entitled, Hope Outside of the Box. Sabi mo sa katabi mo, Hope Outside of the Box. I guess you have all heard the term thinking outside of the box, which means to explore ideas that are creative and unusual and that are not limited or controlled by rules or tradition. Ibig sabihin, we don't limit ourselves to what is common or kung ano yung nakasanayin natin, but we go to something, we explore ways and means to go beyond what is possible. Pag ganito, let's play a game. Who amongst you today wants to play a game? So let's play a game. So the game is here. This is your challenge. I want you to link or connect the nine dots with four or less straight lines without ever taking the pen off the paper. Clear ba? Medyo English pero I hope it's clear instruction. So I'll give you uh, a minute to think about it. So look at the nine dots. Think of how you can use four straight lines to connect all the dots without lifting your pen. Kaya ba? Konting effort. Kaya So a little more. See, let's give it 10 seconds. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, one, time's up. So who among you got the answer? Sino sa inyo, nung trinayin nyo eh, hindi naman four lines, pastor eh, mga five lines, kaya namin tamaan yung nine na dots. Sino sa inyo, hirap na hirap at sasabihin nyo lang eh, sige na pastor, sirit na lang. So here's the answer. Ready kayo? Here's the answer. Ta-da! These are the four lines. Ha-ha. Yung iba sinasabi, madaya. Bakit lumagpas sa dots, pastor? Well, that's what thinking outside the box would look like. It goes beyond what would 
what we would traditionally do. But if I had to connect all the nine dots with just three lines, possible pa kaya? Kanina, four straight lines. Kanina, pag challenge ko yung three lines, thinking more thinking about outside the box. Possible kaya? Motion knows the answer. If you want to know the answer, PM is the key. PM me after listening to this message. So going back to our title, today's message is about hope outside the box. It's about putting our hope on someone that is not limited. And that someone is no other than Jesus Christ. Today we'll be answering the question some of you might be asking, why place our hope in Jesus? Bakit hindi na lang sa trabaho natin? Bakit hindi na lang sa ayuda na natatanggap natin? 5 to 8,000. Baka nga may second trench or third trench, di ba? Or better, why not place our hope in the vaccine that is about to be made? Why place our hope in Jesus Christ? Today, we'll be answering the question based on God's Word located in John chapter 5, verses 1 to 9. And seeing how Jesus brought new hope to this man who was ill for 38 years. So today, may I invite you to open your Bibles to John chapter 5, verses 1 to 9. And can I request all able to stand to please stand in respect to the reading of the Word of God as we read all together. So John chapter 5, verses 1 to 9. The healing at Bethesda. After these things, there was a feast of the Jews, and Jesus went up to Jerusalem. Now there, in, now there is in Jerusalem, by the sheep's gate, a pool, which is called in Hebrew, Bethesda, having five porticos. In this lay a multitude of those who were sick, blind, lame, and withered, waiting for the moving of the waters. Verse 4. For an angel of the Lord went down at a certain season into the pool and stirred up the water. Whoever then first after the steering up of the water, stepped in, was made well from whatever disease which he was afflicted. A man was there who had been ill for 38 years. When Jesus saw him lying there and knew that he had already been a long time in that condition, he said to him, Do you wish to get well? The sick man answered him, Sir, I have no man to put me in the pool when the water is stirred up. But while I am coming, another steps down before me. Jesus said to him, Get up, pick up your pallet, and walk. Immediately the man became well and picked up his pallet and began to walk. Now it was the Sabbath on that day. So blessed be the reading of God's word. Let's bow our heads first and Join me as we pray. Father, today, we thank you for your word. Fill a lamp upon our feet and a light to our path. Father, today, may you speak to us personally. May we take home something that we can apply in our daily lives. We love you. We worship you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. So if you've been listening a couple of Sundays ago, I said that the Gospel of John does not name its author, but there is good evidence that reveals to us that it was the disciple 
whom Jesus loved, or the Apostle John. The Gospel of John was to spark faith to its readers by portraying Jesus as both deity and humanity. The book presents the most powerful case in the entire Bible for the deity of the incarnate Son of God. A man called Jesus is also the Christ, the Son of the living God. John writes his gospel for the specific purpose of bringing people to the spiritual life through belief in the person and work of Jesus. Its key verse is located in the first verse of this gospel, John 1.1, which says, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. The Gospel of John introduced Jesus Christ not from His birth, but from the beginning, before creation. John calls Jesus the Word, or in a deeper sense, para mukhang matalino kayo, Logos, who as God Himself was involved in the every aspect of creation, and who later became flesh, and in order that He might take away the sins as the spotless Lamb of God. The Gospel of John includes seven miracles. Uh, John calls them signs to demonstrate the deity of Jesus Christ and illustrate His ministry, one of which we'll be talking about today. Chapter 2, we find Jesus repeated, repeatedly angers the Jewish leaders by correcting them. In chapter 3, we get to meet a guy named Nicodemus and find out one of the most memorized verses in the Bible, John 3.16. Chapter 4 introduces one of several spiritual conversations that Jesus had. This one with a Samaritan woman. And then we come across our passage of scripture today in John chapter 5. So join me as we look deeper and understand God's word for us today. So verse 1. After these things, there was a feast of the Jews, and Jesus went up to Jerusalem. You see, my brothers and sisters today, it wasn't clear as to what feast was being celebrated here. But it's good to know that the Jews celebrated three major feasts. I have an acronym to help me remember. It's called PPT. PPT. Or the Passover, Pentecost, and the Tabernacles. Or some say yung uh, Hebrew counterpart, the Peshach, the Shavuot, and the Sukkot. It was probably one of these feasts. We cannot properly pinpoint which one. But it's one of those three. So verse 2, as we move on further. Now there in Jerusalem, by the sheep gate, a pool, which is called in Hebrew, Bethesda, having five porticos. So I hope this picture would give you a clear understanding of what we're talking about. It was called the sheep gate because the main animal market were sacrificial sheep, which were bought and sold, was locally or directly outside this gate. It was through this gate that sacrificial sheep were brought into the temple after being washed in the pool, shown here in our picture. Before this pool became a place of healing, it was simply a water of reservoir filled with collected rainwater used for cleaning purposes connected with the temple. So our text also said that there were five 
porticos. Parang deep word, no? Porticos. Parang kung ngayon mo lang narinig yan, di ba? Bahay nyo ba may porticos? Di ba? Social. Or some, to better uh, understand what a portico is, or some would say a porch leading to the entrance of a building with a with a roof structure over a walkway supported by columns. Yun man nakikita natin. Kumbaga, in short, this was a place where people used hang out. Ito yung mga tambayan areas nila. Because we move on further, in verse uh, 3 and 4, In this lay a multitude of those who were sick, blind, lame, and withered, waiting for the moving of the waters. For an angel of the Lord went down at a certain season into the pool and stirred up the water. Whoever then, first after stirring of the water, stepped in was made well from whatever disease with which he was afflicted. So you can just imagine yung dami ng tao na may karamdaman doon na naghihintay na may anghel na gumalaw sa tubig. Dahil ang paniniwala nila noon kung sino yung unang lulublub sa tubig pagkatapos na galawin ng isang anghel ang, ng tubig, siya raw ay gagaling. You see how these people place their hope of getting well into this situation. They limited the possibility of getting well by this event. You see how they placed their hope inside a box. So verse 4, uh, verse 5 rather, a man was there who had been ill for 38 years. Can you imagine? 38 years. I just, I just turned 38 last May, May 2, and I can't imagine myself being ill for the past 38 years. Magkasakit nga ng ilang buwan, mahirap na papaano pa kayang 38 years. Can you imagine how desperate he was? He was in the verge of being hopeless. Now, as we move on further in verse 6, when Jesus saw him lying there and knew that he had been, knew that he had already been a long time in that condition, he said to him, Do you wish to get well? Jesus here asks a question, and that answer seems so obvious. Imagine someone sick and being asked, Gusto mo bang gumaling sa kamdaman mo? O kaya pumunta ka sa isang hospital kasi may karamdaman ko, may sakit ka. Tapos tatanungin ka ng doktor, ah, madam, o kaya sir, magandang umaga po. Mukhang hindi po kayo okay ngayon, ah. Gusto niyo po bang gumaling? Diba the answer would be a resounding yes. But in this account, Jesus asked the question because Jesus knew that not every sick person wants to be healed. And that some are so discouraged that they put away all their hope. It was a question the man had to answer personally. Do I want to be healed? Some people today don't want to be healed. They do not want to receive the divine help in their problems. They, do not, they don't want to be helped out of their weakness. They love their weakness. They love their helplessness. This morning, let me remind you today, listening to this message, you cannot help somebody who does not want to be helped. Let me repeat that. You cannot help somebody who does not want to be helped. What's so interesting here is his answer. 
in the following verse, in verse 7. The sick man answered, Sir, I have no man to put me into the pool when the water is stirred, when the water is stirred up rather. But while I am coming, another steps down before me. You see, the obvious answer would have been, Yes, I want to be healed. Gustong gusto ko po yun. 38 years ko nang hihindi This man doesn't realize who is asking him the question and still focuses on how he can get well when he always happens to be late. I can imagine for 38 years, mayroon palaging mauna sa kanya. This man, when asked by Jesus, limits the help Jesus can give to his own idea. But this is what Jesus says in verse 8. Jesus said to him, Get up, pick up your pallet, and walk. In this miracle, Jesus does it all. One man team, sabi nga nila. In this case, he could, not, he, could, he could not say to this man what he said on other occasions. Di ba kadalasan sinasabi ni Jesus, Your faith has made you well. But because Jesus took the initiative, He, could, he cannot say those things. Jesus didn't say also, tutulungan kita, bubuhati na lang kita papunta sa pool para kapag ginalaw ng anghel, malapit ka na. Hindi niya ni sinabing, kaya mo yan, sigo, mga two years pa. Maubos din silang lahat dyan. Darating yung araw, kapatid. Ikaw na lang yung andito, wala nang mauna sa'yo. Jesus asked the man to do the impossible. He said, get this was something the man was trying to do for the past 38 years. He had faith in Jesus because he knew he couldn't do it the moment he stood up. Jesus also said, pick up your pallet. Jesus was telling the man not to go back to his usual states, state. Pwede niya sabihin na, magaling na ako pero iiwanan ko yung higaan ko dito. Baka kailangan ko bukas eh. Para meron akong Babalikan bukas just in case. A very important lesson today for us to cut off any possibility of going back. Many people fail here. Maraming tao nagsasabing hindi na ako mamaninigarin yung Lord. Thank you for the deliverance. Pero pag nakauwi, nakakita ng kanang sigilyo, hit-hit ulit. And lastly, Jesus said, walk. Jesus expected him to experience not only to rise, but also to walk, which means to keep on going. And as we move on further in verse 9, immediately the man became well and picked up his pallet and began to walk. Now it was the Sabbath on that day. He experienced healing, but now the man was in trouble over the Sabbath restrictions. The law said that anyone caught bearing a burden on the Sabbath was to be stoned. But reading on further, we find out one of the many secrets or one of the secrets, secret meaning of life. Life is finding out what God is doing and working with Him. You see, life is finding out what God is doing and working with Him. 
Thus you become an instrument of the moving of God through history. Now looking and gaining new understanding of this passage, the million dollar question, I guess a lot of you are asking today is, how can I use this verse today? How is this verse applicable to me today? How can these teachings be applied in my life today? So going back to our title today, Hope Outside the Box. Let me highlight and leave you with three phrases today. We started with the question, why put my hope in Jesus? Why put my hope in God? Let me answer that by saying, because God knows. God knows. Sabi sa makatabi mo, God knows. He knows your name. Psalm 39 states, Lord, you have searched me and you know me. You know when I sit and when I rise. You perceive my thoughts from afar. God does not only know your name, but He knows what you're going through. Each tear that falls from your eye, He knows it. He knows what makes you smile. He knows what completes your day. God knows you best. You see, going back to our passage of Scripture in verse 5 to 6, Jesus knew the man. He knew how helpless he felt. He knew how hopeless his condition was. He knew how long he was in this condition. So as we move on further, uh, Sergio Bell said, What God knows about me is more important than what others think about me. You see, at the end of every service, we say a phrase. We say, I am blessed. I am favored, I am loved, I am a child of God. But every time you declare it, every time you mention it, do you believe it? Do you believe that you're blessed? Do you believe that you're favored? Do you believe that you're loved? Do you believe that you're a child of God? My challenge to you today is the next time you mention it, I want you to mean it. Mean it because that is what God says you are. One thing I love so much is attending weddings. Sino sa'yo gustong, gustong mag-attend ng mga wedding, no? Kasi libreng kaan, kainan, libreng salo-salo, di ba? Tapos recently, mayroong game that I noticed uh, that would be given to the couple. Uh, each couple would be given a shoe of their partner. Tapos, they'd be asked questions. Like, who is a better dancer? Tapos may tataas yung sapats ng iba. Kung yung groom, yung shoes niya. Kung yung bride, yung, yung sapas ng bride, yung itatas. Who's a better dancer? O kaya, sino unang nagsusorry? Diba? And many more things to determine if they really know each other. You know, it's, it, it's funny. If you were part of the audience, you would laugh, you would giggle kapag nagkakamali sila. O, ah, ganun pala, siya pala yung unang nagsusorry. It would be something that you would find fun. But if you are the couple... It feels so good to know that someone knows you so well and still accepts you. You see, at the end of the day, the first phrase I want you to leave to you today is that God searches. He searches you outside the box, which means that 
Yes, God knows you. Not only the good, but also the bad. And still decides that He accepts you, that He loves you. Which leads to the next reason why we should put our hope in God. We put our hope in God because He cares. First Peter uh, 5.7 reminds us to cast all our worries and cares to God because He cares for you. You see, going back to our passage of Scripture, out of all the people there, the lame, the blind, pipi, uh, bulag, I don't know who, all of the people there, Jesus selects this man. He feels the helplessness of this person. He feels the hopelessness of this person. He feels the frustration of this person. Naalala ko nung lumalaki ako, meron akong, there's this commercial that we often heard, a commercial of Lucky Me. If, 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 if you're within the age group ko, yeah, you know this Lucky Me commercial, na when there's this kid who enters the house, umiiyak siya, tapos sabi niya, 12 lang ang napili sa tryout, then he continues to cry, 12 lang napili ang sa tryout, pang 13 ako, practice ako ng practice. Then he begins to cry again, may uniform na ako, nay! Then the mom says something about Lucky Me, then the mom says to his, son, to his, to his child, anong sabi ng nanay? Never say die. Sabay, higop sa sabaw. Ano pa? Sasabi ng nanay. Ano pang sinabi siya? Tomorrow is another day. You see, just like in our pastor scripture, this man was always late. He was always cut off. But we find out later, we, found, we find out that Jesus cares for him. Theodore Roosevelt said, Nobody cares how much you know until they know how much you care. You see, it's not about what's up here, but it's what's down here. I remember sa school, yes, you would remember yung pinakamatalino sa classroom nyo, di ba? Lalo na kung ikaw yun. <laughs> Pero alam mo, yung tatatak talaga sa isip mo, yung taong tumulong sa'yo at nagpakita ng kabaitan sa'yo. Sila yung mga kumausap sa'yo nung first day of school, nung nag-transfer ka. Sila yung tinatawag ko or pinipili ka nakagrupo nila pag may group work. Kasi alam nila ikaw yung gagawa. Sila yung sumasabay sa'yo pauwi. Sila yung mga totoo mong kaibigan. You see, the second phrase, I want you to leave you this morning, is that He supplies outside the box. Jesus did different ways to bring healing to people. It wasn't always, your faith has made you well. This man was a complainer. He was helpless. A man who didn't even know who was talking to him. He was a man, further on as we read the passage of scripture, was even a man who didn't say thank you. But God heals. God heals. God heals not because you deserve it, but because it is in His nature to do so. It is who He is. God does not heal because you deserve it, but because it is in His nature to bring about healing. It is who He is. So lastly, last point for this morning, 
We put our hope in God because because God can. If there's something about if there's if there is someone able to do the impossible, it's God. He loves situations where we can fully depend on him. Circumstances where we learn to let go and let God. In our passage of scripture, notice carefully Jesus mentioning. Jesus used this method. First, he asks an impossible thing. He said, get up. Second, he removes all possibilities of relapse. He says, pick up your pallet. And thirdly, he expects a continued success. He says, walk. If there's something God specializes in, it's the impossible. Sabi mo sa katabi mo, it's the impossible. Charles Stanley said, Obey God and leave all the consequences to Him. There's always something God tells us to believe in, something God tells us to do, and something God tells us to act on. This is the word of action. Jesus does not say, Isipin mo kapatid na magaling ka na. Isipin mo na kaya mo na maglakad. Isipin mo na kaya mo na bumangon. But He tells him something to do. He says, get up, stand up. Obviously, it was Jesus' will that this man should do what He told him to do. And the moment the man's will agreed with the will of Jesus, the power was there. You see, Hindi PM is the key, but rather obedience, my brothers and sisters, is the key. So the last phrase, I'd like you to leave you this morning, is that God satisfies outside the box. He could have just encouraged the man. Pwede man niya sabihin na baka after two years, ikaw na lang maiwan dito. Ikaw nang magwagi, wala, nang, wala ka nang kaaga o first ka na palagi. Pwede niya isabihin sa mga disciples niya na, uy, hanapan nga natin siya ng bagong matres, king size, six inches with springs. But Jesus wanted to give this man the one thing that would give him real satisfaction. Jesus gave him healing. Jesus allowed this man to walk. So at the end of the day, let me leave you with some personal reflections. I remember a quote by Billy Graham that goes, Our world today so desperately hungers for hope, yet uncounted people have almost given up. There is despair and hopelessness on every hand. Let us be faithful in proclaiming the hope that is in Jesus See, true hope, my brothers and sisters, can only be found in Christ. So if you know that true hope can only be found in Christ, let's share it to a world who is in desperate need of hope. Psalm 25 verse 3 says, No one who hopes in you will ever be put to shame. So at the end of the day, put your hope in 
in God. Because God searches, God supplies, God satisfies. Put your hope outside the box. Put your hope in Christ. Let's pause for a moment and reflect on all the things that we have just heard today. Allow God to speak to us personally. Allow God to minister to us. And allow God to change. Jesus asks each one of us, in what area of your life do you want to be healed? If you say yes, Jesus will say, then get up, pick up your pallet, and walk. Let me pray for you. Let's bow down our If you're listening today and feel hopeless and helpless, you've been desperately seeking healing, not only physically, but probably seeking healing on your marriage, seeking healing from an addiction, seeking healing from life itself, and you want to be whole again. Let me remind you that you can hope in doctors. You can hope on people. You can hope in your jobs, in the government, and in many other things. But let me remind you today that true hope is only found in Jesus Christ. God knows what you're going through. He cares. And He would desire to help you because if there's one person who can take you out of your current situation and bring about healing and wholeness in your life again. It's Jesus Christ. Let us pray. Almighty and loving Father, we thank you for your word. We thank you for everything in our life today. And today, Father, we humbly come before you as broken vessels, ready to be put back together again by the Master. Father, we acknowledge that we are the clay, you are the potter, and we put our hope and trust in you, Father. We ask for forgiveness. At times, we put our hope on different things and on different people. Help us to focus on you. Help us to depend on you, Father, to trust on you and to hope on you. We pray for a heart that surrenders to your good and perfect Father, have mercy on us. Forgive us for our sins. And today we also pray on behalf of our land. We pray that you heal our land. Father, today, increase in our life as we decrease. May we not only act accordingly in the coming days in response to your word, but may you also share your word with we also pray for our city, Baguio City. We pray for our nation, the Philippines. We pray for the world today, Father. We pray for healing, provision, wisdom, and protection. 
be with us. We ask all this in the name of Jesus. Amen. So are you blessed? So thank you again for listening. And before we end, kanang kamay sa ating mga puso today. And gaya ng sinabi ko kanina, I hope you would mean it every time we say this phrase. I am blessed. I am favored. I am loved. I am a child of God. Let's say it one more time. I am blessed. I am favored. I am loved. I am a child of God. So I can invite you all to raise your hands to the heavens as I pray for you. Let us pray. God of control, sovereign God, we thank you for your word. Truly the grass withers, the flowers fall, but the word of God endures forever. We thank you for your encouragement and the reminder, Father, to put our hope in you and in you alone. Today, I pray that the love of God, the abounding grace of His Son Jesus, and the constant fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you. Go in peace to love and serve the Lord, and all of God's children will say, Amen. So if you were blessed by the message, kindly click love or thumbs up and kindly click the share button below. Let's share the hope that can only be found in Jesus Christ to other people. Like, share. God bless. Stay safe. I hope to see you all soon.